Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. podcast from the International Motorsports Association and Radio Show Limited. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. Hello everybody and welcome along to our 2023 season coverage of Edermit 2 Mazda MX-5. We expect Edermit 2 Mazda MX-5 to deliver action, excitement, sometimes a little bit of controversy, but most of all, great racing. Uh, IMSA know this and so do our IMSA drivers. Uh, they're in the middle of a break at the moment in the autograph session. Guess where all the TV screens are tuned to? Yes, you've got it. Hello to the IMSA drivers and to the IndyCar drivers at Gateway. They'll be tuned in as well, I know, as we go live from VIR for Mazda Action. The E-Day Mitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup, presented by BF Goodrich on IMSA Radio. Could there be a nicer place to go racing? You know, if you are in the USA, you are absolutely blessed for the amount of Parkland-style racetracks that are available uh, to you if you are a driver, a team, or a spectator. And this weekend, we're at one of the very best at Victor uh, at Victoria, sorry, Virginia International Raceway. I just changed you to Australia there for a moment. Uh, Alton, Danville, Virginia, uh, 17 corners, three and a quarter miles. This track has certainly not changed in character since it was carved out of the local geography. Amazing to think that without Connie Nyholm and the current ownership group we could have lost this to racing not so very long ago turn one the horseshoe certainly an overtaking opportunity as is turn 12 uh, into turn 14 as well which is the top of what's called the roller coaster and if you know this track you know why that is action area turn 17 not necessarily for overtaking but it leads on to the start finish straight and also if you get offline then uh, it is very difficult indeed to drag the car back before it goes onto the uh, onto the grass and disappears uh, off <laughs> into the boonies. Cars are rolling, so let's before we go to today's action remind ourselves of what happened uh, in the race yesterday. It was the usual frantic start, not the usual colour scheme for Aaron Johnson. Normally, uh, he's running different colours, but with the bright uh, metallic green car in a backup car, got a good hole shot and led early on as they went side by side through pretty much every corner that no other race series does, but that's in a Mitsu Mazda MX-5. Jeremy Fletcher was quick earlier on coming through the field as a rookie, but at the front of the field... It was the number 72 of Konozilic that took the lead. Then he had to give that up. 
swapping back and forth between the lead four or five cars, also including Max Opalski in the black and green car. Gresham Wagner with the orange on his car. Then it was Conor Zilic's turn. They weren't working it like that, but at some stages it looked like it was a display. The 87 of Celine Rolan went off the circuit. That has championship implications for him. And as we went back green, it was back to the usual multi-car across the track action. 72, Conor Zilic leading that restart away. The 0-3, the light blue machine of John Hansen, went far enough off at turn 17 at Hogpen to hit that uh, steel barrier and in sympathy following him off was Farhan Siddiqui in the number 95 I promise you that was that car there that left four at the front as we came into the closing stages led by Max Opalski then more action side by side as they went to the line Jared Thomas looked like that he was going to win but a slight touch on Opalski slowed him down and as they went across the line, it was a win for the number 83, uh, excuse me, the uh, number 72 of Connorsillage, Nate Cicero coming through as the best of the rookies and boosting his uh, championship hopes later for later in the season. Well, if we have round about a tenth or maybe even uh, a quarter of the action that we had yesterday uh, we would be in for a fantastic 45 minutes of entertainment John Hindoff and Shea Adam will speak to Shea in just a moment's time let me quickly run through the first couple of rows of the grid as the lights are out on the Mazda MX-5 safety car Connor Zilic on pole position from Aaron Johnson again with that bright green fronted car Gresham Wagner and Nate Cicero on row two. Max Opalski, Jared Thomas on three. Jeremy Fletcher, quick yesterday, and Jonathan Neudorf on row four. row four. Michael Carter, former champion, comes back to the championship. And he's on the inside of row five with Robert Neuinger in the black and white number 13. It's the Intermid 2 Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich Tyres. We've got two great lined up rows as they come down the long run to the green flag it's in the air we're racing down towards the horseshoe for the first time and it's not a replay of yesterday i promise you 72 on the inside connor Zilic gets the whole shot pulls to the inside for hicks and motorsport following around aaron johnson his championship hopes yesterday dashed by a bad result had to try and fight back through and couldn't do it Jared Thomas, his team leader and team principal, upheld JTR Motorsports Engineering's hope for this championship. He's sitting in seventh at the moment behind Max Apalski. Through to the snake for the first time. And I think we've got everybody through that. Who was that off in the dirt? Taking what can only be described as an unorthodox line. I can see Farhan Siddiqui has fallen off the back of the field and Bailey Cruz, one of the rookies for Hickson Motorsports, got damage in the purple, yellow and black car. That may be then the car that was off the circuit and we've got the full course yellow early. Actually, no, that's coming out of turn 17. I can see the pit entrance in the background. So that was before the green flag. So very unlucky 
but that was in the usual schmozzle coming down to the green flag. You can see the cross hatchings behind that car that signify the entry to the pit lane. So I could take a little breather and just wait for the cars to come back around. We'll sort them out as they come back across the line. Uh, I neglected to mention it's a 45 minute contest and we are time certain on that. So uh, once we have not enough time left for another lap, Whilst this neutralisation is going on, and you're missing nothing, let's take you back to earlier uh, last week, uh, actually, where the MX-5s, or at least some of them, were at a very famous circuit that they've never been before. Martinsville Speedway, short oval, a really... Well, I mean, it's just steeped in legend. And as well as some of our series regulars, Dale Earnhardt Jr. having a shot in the car, as well as the GMs of Martinsville, and uh, John Doonan, president of IMSA, in that car as well. We ran singly, two cars and three cars, to assess the suitability of this type of car on the short oval. Now, I'll tell you, that it went very, very well indeed. And everybody that was there, uh, including uh, Chad McCumbie, who has a bit of oval racing himself and under his belt, and he's one of the owners of McCumbie McAleer Racing. He had a go as well. And everybody had a great time. If you go on your favorite video search site, and there are plenty uh, available, and search. Uh, and also you could go onto the IMSA channel or the MX-5 Cup channel. There's some great video of a bit of drafting. There's some onboard with Dale Earnhardt Jr. Sequential boxes on these cars. And around Martinsville you, do, Martinsville, you do have to shift. And that was a really interesting piece of trial, if you will. Now, we haven't seen yet the Edemitsu Mazda MX-5 calendar for 2024. There are a couple of the IMSA single manufacturer championships who haven't yet finalised their calendar. Porsche and the Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America being the other. I'm not seeing that there will be an oval on next year's calendar. What I'm seeing is that the test went well and my... Abiding hope, having watched short track at every possible opportunity when I'm, I'm in the States and being right in the centre of the UK where dirt track and short paved tracks uh, are legion. In fact, we have the World Stock Car Championships not 20 miles away uh, from where I'm talking to you from now in the middle of the UK. Um, I would be delighted to see the MX-5s. We know they're good on the super speedways and the long ovals. Look what kind of entertainment they provide at Daytona. And we've had them there a couple of times. Uh, I, I've got two big thumbs up, as the movie critics used to say, for Edemitsu Master MX-5 on oval tracks. And if it's Martinsville, 
Sign me and shape up. We want to be there and we want to call it. We'll sit on either side of the track and do one end of the track each, maybe, at that point. Under a full course yellow for the incident that has uh, cost us Bailey Cruz. Just to note that Anthony McIntosh for JT Motorsports Engineering didn't take the start in the number 69 car. The remaining 23 cars will come back to the green flag. Connor Silic then will bring them round with Aaron Johnson. But this time, of course, it will be single file. It was double wide. See? Now I can do that oval track stuff. It was double wide at the start. It will be single file as they come to the restart. Zilic from Aaron Johnson, from Gresham Wagner, Nate Cicero, best of the rookies again. He's having a great weekend and he's got a decent start, but Gresham Wagner for me in the multicoloured car with the orange on the bonnet, on the hood. He looked to have had the better start here. He's staying behind Aaron Johnson. He's pushing Aaron Johnson to the lead and as they get to the line, Johnson is scored as the leader. And now Wagner pulls out to driver's left. He'll try and go the long way around the horseshoe. He's going to get left out on the dirty part of the track there in the grey. Can he pull it back to the inside? I'm not sure. Looks like Johnson is in the lead. Yes, he is. And then it's Connor Zilic who will try the outside round. What's called NASCAR bend here. That corner in a road race many years ago caught out many of the greats from the stock car world and from a great restart Wagner's back down into third as Conor Zilic goes back into second kicking up the dust that's pretty Super Mario that isn't it as they go through there and throw dust at the cars behind no banana skins or turtles here although do you know what in either Mitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup you wouldn't put anything past them up over the top of the brow, down through the south bend at turn 10 and into Oak Tree, turns 10 and 11. No Oak Tree now, as it was victim to a lightning strike some years ago. Onto the back straight, past the secondary pits there, the school pits. So many options on this 3.27 mile circuit. You can even run the Patriot course, which is in the middle, the driver's right from the R there. Uh, as a separate track whilst you've got racing going on here and Zilic is pushed to the lead again it's Gresham Wagner doing the pushing he's managed to get two different cars uh, to the lead it hasn't helped himself noticing that the number 10 of Thomas Anunziart is coming through as well that's the red car with the green on it coming through also Jared Thomas the red car with the yellow on the roll cage there that's our championship leader increased his championship lead after the first race he's at sixth at the moment watching brief Zilic with the fastest lap of the race 2.090 there is a point award for that three wide into the horseshoe and somehow that would have worked I've no clue He's suspending the laws of physics, maybe, to the lead then. From fourth across the line, Max Zapalski 
for Copeland Motorsport, following in his footsteps, or at least in his world tracks, Connor Zilic. Watch out for that, number 24, Aaron Johnson. That is a back-up car. Extraordinary stuff going down in the horseshoe at Turn 1. Did we honestly see three Mazdas wide? Yes, we did. And somehow, Max Opalski from the middle of that three-car wide roadblock going into Turn 1, pulls it out and goes to the head of the field. Apalski then leading in the dark rear and bright Kermit Green. Oh, he's got about a car's length. Oh, something came off there. I was thrown out of one of the cars. Now, I think that was Gresham Wagner. I saw something pop up from the second and third car battle. Wagner once again pushes the 72 of Conor Zilic to the lead. Apalski down to third, then it's the 24 of Aaron Johnson. Nate Cicero is the best of the rookies in the first of those two cars with red on it. Jared Thomas behind it. Cicero's got the dark in front of the car, so the dark blue on that car, but red at the rear. Incredible racing. Exactly what we expect. We've had. 10 minutes so far and this time it is Apalski who pushes finally Gresham Wagner to the lead. Wagner's lost his left hand side door mirror in that uh, run down to the first corner a lap or so ago now that's not so bad because that's the side he's on but if you look at the number two car of Max Apalski oh, sliding wide in second his right-hand side mirror has been folded back that means oh actually do you know what it's, it's okay no it is folded back i was right the first time aerodynamically great in terms of seeing what's behind him on his right uh, not so good i actually think that the mirror on the leader's car Christian wagner is broken on the left-hand side yes it is not slowing Gresham down for spark performance. Nathan Spark, one of the former drivers who've taken up that opportunity to be team owners here, which is McCumbie and McAleer have done. And indeed, of course, Jared Thomas back in fifth place there at the moment. Yes, he is. What a run this is with... The number five of Gresham Wagner. Again, great drafting. The draft is strong here. A lot of fast runs. Nate Cicero in second place. Best of the rookies. Not unheard of of a rookie to win a race here in this championship. Down towards the hog pen. Coming to complete the fourth lap. Down across the line. They sweep into 
Again too wide. Cicero going for the lead. May just get it on the inside of turn three. Does get it on the end. The inside of turn three. Wagner will drop back in in that orange, black and green car. Let me take a breath. I'll bring in Shea Adams. Sorry, Shea. Plenty of action at the start of this one. Exactly what we would have expected from this race, particularly at this track. And still probably 15 cars in that lead group. Exciting start for sure. And the fact that we've had four different race leaders across five laps tells you all you need to know about Itamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup running. Nate Cicero, race winner yesterday, only led about the last 100 feet of the race. He right now is getting a feel for what his car runs like in the clean air. But Gresham Wagner missing that left side mirror, John, as you mentioned, that's only going to help his racecraft as a beautiful move from Connor Zilich sliding up the inside of Max Sapalski. Really like to see that. Side by side again, and this time it's Max Apalski and Aaron Johnson. You cannot be on your own and try to make a pass. You have to have help here. Hey, never mind Martinsville. Let's get some, let's get some <laughs> Talladega running for these cars because the drafting is so important here, shit, that... These cars open top, of course, but with that rule, kids, they do make a big hole in the air. And it's not unlike stock car racing. You need a drafting pal here if you're going to go forward. No, it's true. And we kick things off the beginning of the year at Daytona International Speedway. That is initiation by fire for rookies coming into this championship. You learn how to draft well there, and then you need to carry it forward because racing in places like St. Pete with the long straight, Road America, where we just come from with a couple of long straights, WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca, it's very important to learn how to dance with everybody. And yes, having a teammate makes a big difference, but look at the top five cars. They're not teammates. They're just going out there with whoever they can find. 29 minutes to go, so we've had only one third of this rate. Nate Cicero, rookie leads. I said this at Road America. I'm going to say it again here. I remember watching rate race series where rookies, and I said this in quotation marks, knew their place. And they would uh, tool around in the middle of the field, get some experience in the first season or so. Nah, not in Intermittent Mazda MX-5 Cup. We've had rookies winning races. We've had rookies challenging as per last year with Connor Zilic. It went right to the last race of the season. And ultimately, he lost the championship to Jared Thomas by 10 points. One position in the final race on the track. The rookies to this series, yes, but quite a lot of them have come through other Mazda series and particularly Spec Miata. There's a, a rookie scholarship uh, in effect that uh, allows the drivers to come through and I was talking to Jared Thomas on Wednesday on our Midweek Motorsports radio show over on RS1 and he said quite simply without that as it was then $80,000 he would not have been able to continue his motor racing career and whilst we 
share, Adam. Enjoy the ridiculous racing. The drivers and the teams are enjoying a massive cash investment from Mazda at over $1.2 million this year. It is the comedy size checks too, John, that they are handed on the podium. Race winner gets $6,000 for each race. Second is 5,000, third is 4,000, and it pays all the way down to 10th place. So every single race that you participate in, you can win the real cash money as well as the $250,000 for winning the championship at the end here. $80,000 for the best rookie. And that's just what Mazda gives you from this championship. They have scholarships set up to get into the championship. $110,000 for what used to be their grassroots scholarship. They've got a Women in Motorsport Foundation as well, where that's $75,000. They've got the runner-up from the grassroots scholarship who comes in. It's a lot of money that Mazda invests into up-and-coming racers to try and see what we get in the future. One of those perfect examples is Connor Zilich because he was the rookie of the year and second in the championship, as you said last year. But, John, he didn't know his place. He won four out of the last six races of the 2022 season. And he got off to a very strong start running in the championship again, fell outside of the top 10 in championship points by missing a few rounds. Well, now he sits just on the bubble. So Connor knows if he gets up into the top 10, that's more money from Mazda. And I, I, I am sort of tongue-in-cheek saying uh, rookies should know their place. It's a joy to me to be able to see first-year drivers at the front of the field. And uh, a couple of races ago, getting on for half of the entrants were rookie drivers. There is a strong desire for young American drivers to learn road racing in the Edebitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup and the ladder series that precedes that as well. We've got just on 26 minutes still to go. Across the line, it was Gresham Wagner who led. As we come back to the line, he's in third position with Conor Zilic <laughs> leading. No, 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 hang on. It's Aaron Johnson leading, pushed to the lead by Wagner. He's followed through by the number 83 with the dark front on that car. Nate Cicero, the first of the rookies. And that uh, 83 car, which is blue and red on the side, tries to go the high side round. The right-hander, it's turned one. Um, it, it's difficult not to get excited about every single pass that's going on. But this, if you haven't seen it before, is exactly what happens uh, in Edebitsu Mazda MX-5 racing. Notice that Michael Carter in the white car is cruising up to the leaders as well with the uh, the orange and green stripes on the flat surfaces uh, of that car. Michael, a former champion. And this year, Adam, is him being reunited with an old friend. I love this story. Sato Motorsport Group uh, bought his championship winning car. Michael, happy to sell it. And he did find the opportunity to come back and race with this organization, Sato, who has done a couple of races so far this year. Uh, last time we saw them out, I believe, was Watkins Glen. They will be back at Petit Le Mans. They uh, informed me that they are going to try and bring Michael back, try and just reel him back in once again and racing in his hometown certainly is a way to get him back participating but we are so happy to have the series champion a multi-time race winner back amongst the the cat amongst the pigeons if you will because he's somebody who can sneak away points money and the big trophy at the end of the day once again aaron johnson is left on the wrong side of the, the track as she said earlier no 
dance partners there, no drafting partners, and loses his momentum. Down through the roller coaster to the hog pen, turn number 17 onto the start finish straight. The new light number 24 car, green at the front, grey at the back. And Shay, what was the story about Aaron changing his car? Because that's not his colours, it is his number, but not the car that he expected to be racing this weekend. No, and not even his sponsor. Turn two, not on the side of this car, because that remains on the dark blue Mazda number 24 that he normally races for JTR. But after practice on Friday, felt that something was just slightly off. So Aaron electing to move to the team's backup car. Yesterday in the race, th things were a bit difficult for the number 24. There was something power cell related that failed, and he couldn't shift, meaning that he had to pull into the pit lane. After then, the battery box came loose as well. So for our championship uh, contender, he had a very short day. Another championship contender was Celine Rolland in the number 87. He runs with Hicks and Motorsports. He normally has a watermelon-colored car. Today, it's black and white with a bit of orange and blue on it. He had overheating that resulted in him winding up in the tires at turn 14. It was rough day also for Gresham Wagner, another one of our championship. Uh, these guys, three of the top four in points. Gresham Wagner picked up a glob of tire debris. It ripped out the inner fender liner and bent something that was rubbing against the tire. It basically knocked the camber out, meaning that when he came into the pit lane and Spark Performance went to work at the right rear of the car, you remember that, John? It wound up with Gresham needing a bit of peace of mind that everything was fixed. Well, the team said, you're good. Gresham went back out there and he fought back to a 17th place finish. Amazing that we get to this part of the season and these tiny little issues. A piece of tire debris might have cost a championship position or two there. Because it is so tight, you can't really afford to write off a whole weekend. There are no dropped scores in this championship. Everything counts in large amounts, to quote the old song. And I... I like that because much like any sports league, you're talking about the people who can find consistency across the season. Whether it's dominating with wins or whether it's getting podium or top five finishes, that's where you're going to get a good championship finish and a good payout with that real cash money that Shea Adam was talking about. Right, who's leading at turn one this time? It's Connor Zilic who has gone through. And Nate Cicero just about holding on to second place at the moment with Gresham Wagner in third. That looks like Max Apalski in fourth and Aaron Johnson in fifth. And then Michael Carter. Jared Thomas, note. Note, dear viewer and listener, if you want to be a racing driver and win championships, our championship leader has been fifth, sixth and seventh pretty much from the start of the race. Have we seen him getting involved in side-by-side -side in any <laughs> particular situation here where that car might get tapped, might get damaged, might get speared off the track? Answer, no, we have not. He knows how to stay in contention, but effectively he's points racing now because he holds the championship lead. He does, 3,020 points for Jared Thomas before the start of today's race. Aaron Johnson, 2,760. Celine Roland, 2,580. So all Jared Thomas needs to do, be consistent, be smart, 
be patient. Now, these are racing drivers. They're not very good at that being patient thing. But Jared Thomas knows what it's like to win the money, and he wants to be the first ever repeat champion of this series. Now, one thing he will not be getting today, John, points for leading the most laps. That is a 10-bonus point addition. Right now, we've got Gresham Wagner, who's led four of the laps. We've had 10 of them. It's been quite a bit of variety across the field. But Jared, he's letting those 10 points go for the sake of keeping his car clean. And, well, as damaged as it was coming into the race, there's no additional scratches on it. Not yet. Yeah, you make a good point there, Shea. 10 bonus points for leading the most race. There are bonus points for pole positions and of course you get the points for your finishing positions bear in mind what I said earlier last year's overall championship and the fate of the $250,000 huge comedy sized check uh, it's no joke the amount of money but it is properly and fair play to Mazda in the US for doing this it is a proper huge sized check presentation check 10 points was the difference between 250000 and what was second for last 85. year? 85, yes, thank you. Um, I'm not that good at arithmetic, but I recognize there's quite a bit of difference there. Uh, given how much these cars cost to buy and run, 250 grand will certainly pay for your series, uh, and your full season in terms of your racing, and probably put a little bit of money into your pocket as well. And it's not money that you have to spend in next year's championship. Uh, you could put a deposit on a house, buy a house without a mortgage, get yourself a nice flat, uh, buy a couple of decent cars or go on a world cruise. You could do all of those things. Jared Ch Thomas chose not to do that with his money from the scholarship, the rookie of the year, and then last year's championship. He's doing so well that he's continued to expand his horizons. They've got plenty of cars running here. There's a GT4 car, and he's talking about another single manufacturer championship for 2024. And without the money, that Shea Adam, real folding money, proper cash, without that from Master, he would not have been able to do that. His dad, Dave, and he, still working together, admits to me admitted to me on Wednesday I started doing this for a bit of fun and I expected when I was doing my studies this is Jared Thomas we're talking about the 96 car he's studying I was studying at college to be a motorsport or automotive engineer wanted to work here in IMSA or perhaps in NASCAR and then he realized that he was good enough to make his living as a driver and a team owner but without that master money he couldn't have done that great success story for that number 96 car and its driver. It really is. And Dave told me the other day, part of their success in coming and racing, part of the treat was always when Jared would do well, they would go get ice cream. So that's a tradition that they've carried on with the team. And now they've expanded. They have several cars that they run in this championship. And now they just go slightly better for the ice cream. They'd get the more expensive stuff. <laughs> but it's a wonderful program and really, truly wonderful people that we're lucky to get to call family. Right, why, uh, I have to say, uh, hear this in a minion voice, gelato, for the team. <laughs> I, I do like our IMSA, I like the fact that our IMSA teams equate success with food. We've got Turner Motorsport uh, in this paddock, uh, who, when they do well, they go out for the best tacos 
that they can find. Gelato then for JTR. Hello to Angus Martin. He's one of our international viewers. Good to have your company. Watching on in France. This is a championship is, that is growing in popularity, not just in the paddock. Oh, a little off there. That's at the Oak Tree turn da for Julian Da Costa in the number 78 red, white and black car. And he's pulled away the rear valance. I won't say bumper bar because they're not like that anymore. But that will have an aerodynamic disadvantage. We'll check back in with that at a moment. Uh, in a moment. So wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us. Hello to our IMSA drivers who are watching. I know up that... Uh, yeah, our IMSA drivers here and of course we've had a uh, couple of uh, IndyCar drivers as well what happened to Julian oh, I just lost it going in already damage on the front left of that as well gateway this weekend for the penultimate round of IndyCar and those guys there's a lot of people in there that follow this championship. James Hinchcliffe banged the drum uh, for this. We had part of Kligerman from the NASCAR ranks racing with us as well in this championship. And there is a, uh, a list being formed, I think it's fair to say, of drivers from other series here, Adam, who have expressed more than a passing interest in this. Um, they, they have to be absolutely at their best because we've got a, a rookie here uh, rookie to this championship, but as I said before, Nate Cicero driving for Mugambi Maglia Racing. Plenty of experience in this type of racing. And any guest driver from whatever championship who comes in who think this is going to be a breeze, they need to think again. Yep, it really is an awakening for all of the drivers who come in. And, and I have to say, we've had some good ones come in who have low egos and don't expect to be mixing it up with the championship contenders. But it's definitely a, a form of racing where certain people rise to the top. It takes others a while to try and figure it out. Nate Cicero is figuring it out very quickly, though. He's now led the same number of laps as Gresham Wagner. So the battle truly on between the two of them for the most lap led in that 10 bonus points. But Cicero, a little bit of pressure on his shoulders. I didn't want to say anything to him before the race, but now that he's going around, he can't hear me. So, Nate, the last guy who won a race for McCombie Macaulay Racing went on to sweep the weekend. No pressure, buddy. You got this. Wow. Well, we talked about new people watching and listening to this championship. The global race enthusiasts at Discord tuned in as well. Good to know that they are watching and listening they know they're racing they will not waste their time on something that doesn't excite them and entertain them and this is appointment to view racing and they love Shea Adam and her phrase that literally pays real cash money but that's what Mazda has been doing for many years now and they've increased this year that cash payout pretty much doubled it actually to that 1.2 million dollars that I was talking about now at the front of the field let's go back to the action because we're down now into the last third of this race it's all building up to this talk to any of the drivers they will try and work together to break down these big groups because this is somewhat unwieldy things can go wrong and it happens very quickly 
So they try and work together. That's not happened here. There's been a lot of dicing, a lot of changing of the lead. Gresham Wagner leads now with Connor Zilic behind. And look at them together as they climb through the snake on this, the 14th lap. And they go towards the southern end of the circuit. They're trying to make a break now and split themselves from the rest of the top 10, which are all still in the running. Fastest lap of the race. Saito Motorsport Group driver Michael Carter in that white car with the green and orange stripes. 207, 840. In fact, it's more than the top 10, isn't it, actually? Because I think that's Jeremy Fletcher who's on the end of that. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yes, it is. So we have a dozen cars. As soon as you work together, that draft chair is so strong. And Wagner and Zilic, not on the same team here, but they understand that fighting each other is not helping either of their causes at the moment. They're trying to break the toe between themselves and Max Opalski and the rest <laughs> of that team. They are fighting really hard. I mean, Gresham Wagner is trying desperately to stay in control of his car. Look at the tank slapper he just had going through Hogpen. That was a hands-full moment. But Connor Zilich knows if we need to get to the race win, we need to get to the front, we need to stay there. We don't need any additional help. Please go away, Max Pelsky. Please don't bring Aaron Johnson with you. Oh, and now it's a giant pack once again. So Connor Zilich just did not get his wish. And even though the two of them were a little bit separate down Madison Avenue, Gresham Wagner and Connor Zilich, they now have company extraordinary sights and sounds we have got a pack of cars which I think actually is the top 11 at the moment we have not had the intervention of the safety car there's nothing that's pulled this pack together the big gap is behind Actually, no, it is behind Jonathan Neudorf. I was right. The problem is you try to count these, but I almost want to put my finger on the screen and touch each of the cars and put a wee number on them. Um, so it is after Jonathan Neudorf. It's Jeremy Fletcher, who is uh, in 12th position. So that is the top 11. And then there's a 10-second gap behind this top 11. And, and quite frankly... Any of these cars could still be on the podium. Long gap back to the white-fronted number 22 of Jonathan Neudorf, one of the rookies. He's third in the rookie. Jeremy Fletcher, fourth in the rookies in this race. He's right there with them in for Cortland Motorsports. And yet, we still have 11 cars with which to whittle down to the three cars that will be on the podium in just over eight minutes time i'd normally say Shea, i'm not any sure order. oh yeah no no any 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 of them yeah i'd normally say Shea, i'm not sure i want to be in the front here but gresham wagner's doing pretty well to control this uh, particularly coming to the line and nobody has dragged past him to the line. The line here is actually at the end of pit lane. So it's a long run from turn 17. The place that people seem to be vulnerable is into turn one, the horseshoe, and into the roller coaster, turn 13 and 14. Nobody's been dragged past just before the line as yet. Are people just having a bit of a poker face here? 
I think that's what it is. Connor Dillich doesn't want to let people know what he's planning to do at the end of the race. Connor, with a very strong race car yesterday, brought it home third. Gresham Wagner, very happy to stay out front. He has now ensured himself the 10 bonus points for leading the most laps because he has led seven. Nate Cicero with four. There's probably time enough for three more laps, but not four. So that means that Gresham should take those 10 bonus points for leading the most laps first, if you see what I mean, getting to that uh, landmark. So he'll be happy with those points to move him a little bit closer towards Celine Rolon. But he needs to stay smart because Rolon is running well behind him. He's down in 13th position. So Gresham first, second, or third will move him up a position in the championship. He doesn't need to hold on to that win if someone like Connor Zilich, not in it for the full season, is going to try and steal just the biggest trophy today. Well, here's a development because we have now dropped in Idemitsu Mazda MX-5 terms the back four cars from that train. So that is Jonathan Neudorf, Thomas Annunziata, Robert Neuerger and Sean Chautouin have just dropped away a tiny bit that suggests to me that they won't feature unless there's an incident. Our cumulative total for the gaps between first and second for this year is just over a second uh, for the races this year. We don't count anything that finishes under a yellow. This is probably one of the few series in the world where finishing under a yellow normally puts more gaps between the car cars than finishing under a green. It was uh, under half a second, actually under a third of a second yesterday for the top three, wasn't it? And... <laughs> Dave yes. Alcock is showing his age. He's just tweeted us here at IMSA Radio to say, I hope the officials on the start-finish line have a feeler gauge and uh, some uh, envelopes, the thickness of envelopes, to measure probably the top five or six finishes. Now, those of you who remember what feeler gauges are and what you did with them, put your hands up now. Um, you have to be of a certain age and worked on your own engines uh, for that little thin strips of metal that you use to measure the clearances on uh, your valve openings uh, and also when you used to take the spark plugs out and clean them up and then gap them back to uh, whatever the manufacturer tolerances that were there. Oh, I feel the need to go out and get my hands dirty uh, after this race and get the spanners out again. We've got five minutes to go. It's not wrong, though, because this is going to be a tight finish. Another blanket finish in prospect for the Edemitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup. Gresham Wagner, Connor Zilic once again trying to work together to break away from Max Opalski, who is the dark grey and green car in third as they come out of Oak Tree. Surprisingly, little has happened in the last 10 or Fifth, 10 laps or so in terms of positional changes here but I, I suggest there's a bit of tactics going on here and a bit of this is this is a bit like a, a heavyweight boxing fight where there's just a bit of jabbing and weaving going on trying to work out where the advantage that you have over your opponent is it's a bit like a big volcano about to explode because we've had the slight <laughs> rumblings to let you know that something is going on and the plate tectonics are moving just that tiny little bit and all of a sudden we're going to get Kilauea uh, going off for us soon and I feel that that's what's going to happen because Connor Zilich has been very, very, very patient as has Max Sapowski. Max has gotten his best ever finish yesterday with a fourth place just off 
the podium. Now he realizes if I sit patiently exactly where I am, I'm going to leave this racetrack with the trophy. But right behind him, Nate Cicero, Aaron Johnson looking to try and regain points after another bad race yesterday, trying to get back into the championship fight. And then Michael Carter, champion from a couple years ago, trying to reassert himself into this series. And then, oh yeah, Jared Thomas, Mr. Patient back there, just waiting to collect whatever points are on offer. Well, he realizes more points are better. That makes it easier for me coming into the final round of the championship at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. But we don't have much more to go because white flag next time by. This is the penultimate lap. Top seven have broken away a wee bit. They're all going to get some cash. How big is the big check? That's the question. It's been Gresham Wagner and Connor Zilich who've been setting the pace. And again, they're just trying to break away at the moment. Zilich moving around behind Gresham. But I don't think he's trying to put a move on that number five car at the moment. Spark performance from Hickson, from Copeland. McCombie Magalie are racing JTR. All of the big teams in the top six or seven. And great to see Michael Carter back as well. Amazing, Shay, that he can disappear from the sport for a season or so, more than that, and comes back and is immediately back on the pace which, with a car that is not in the first flush of youth. Just goes to prove when you've got it, you've got it. Exactly, and talent definitely shows in this series you're put in the right machinery which is a mazda because all these cars are the same plus performance not giving any advantage to anyone and basically what the teams can do very limited so driver talent is what makes the difference that's why it's so impressive when you see a guy like gresham wagner former series champion up against connor zilich second in the championship last year we've got aaron Ensemble, longtime championship leader so far this year. Michael Carter, former series champion. Jared Thomas, former series champion. Robert Noaker, see repeated above. It is just so much fun to see all these guys punching it out very gently still, but it's about to be full-blown punches to the face. White flag is out. All right. The kid gloves come off right now. This is for the big check. This is for the big points haul. These... Mazda MX-5s looking pretty showroom stock other than the cage. Far from that 250 bespoke racing parts. They're basically stripped down to a shell and Fliss Performance rebuild them. The engine is exactly as it would be in the showroom car. 180 horsepower from the 2-litre four-cylinder normally aspirated engines. Racing sequential gearbox, Multimatic suspension. Different diff, different steering wheel, different racing seat, raised wheels and BF Goodrich tyres, of course, uh, as well as that FIA safety cage and fire suppression system. All adds up to a car that looks great, sounds great and races magnificently. Halfway around the last lap. Now let's see if Connor Zilic has been holding his cards close to his chest. Just a little love tap on the back of Gresham Wagner as he comes out of the oak tree for the final time down the long back straight there are four more corners and possibly two opportunities get to one side or the other and tough it out into the roller coaster or try the drag the long drag out of hog pen to the finish line just beyond the end of the pit lane John Sod gets a big hit there, and it's like snooker. Bar billiards through goes Michael Carter to the lead. That was 
a four ball plant in snooker extraordinary and carter's gonna win this jared thomas will be delighted the championship leader is gonna get second place points now where did that start we'll unravel that at the moment i think in bar billiards you might have got six points for that here comes jared thomas he might do better than second comes across the line 0 0.062 of a second Michael Carter, former champion with his championship winning car, reunited for this weekend, played the patient game. But what about the run from the 96? That's a lead extension. Saito Motorsports winner, JTR second and third with Aaron Johnson, getting some redemption for a, a horrible race yesterday. Nate Cicero takes the best of the rookies points and that's brilliant for him in the rookies championship. Max Opalski comes through in fifth. Thomas Nunziata, who was in the second group, comes through in sixth position from Jean Jadwan, Robert Neuerker, Jonathan Neudorf and Connor Zilic recovering after that bump at the top of the hill to 10th position ahead of Gresham Wagner also involved there in 11th Jeremy Fletcher in 12th Celine Roland in 13th now let's pick the bones out of this because <laughs> honestly it was like a trick shot on a snooker table wasn't it uh, Gresham Wagner is not involved oh it was Michael Carter who started it all. Michael Carter, of course it was Michael Carter. He's the cue ball. He was the white ball and he started it all with a slight misjudgment into turn 13. And that's what started the chain reaction. Now, is that going to be looked at? Yes, it is. Under review. Now, absolutely nothing uh, nothing uh, deliberate about that. It was the last lap of the race. So let's make sure that Michael Carter didn't get the tap from Jared Thomas from behind. Ooh, not sure. So no. it was Carter onto Johnson. Johnson onto the number two of Apalski, who then hit the Hickson number 72 of Connor Zillage, who then bumped out the leader at that point. Oh my goodness, we've got racing. Oh, tears of thunder. That's Gresham Wagner, who is not happy at all and comes steaming up the outside into the pit lane to presumably get somewhere near the car that he feels took him out of the lead. What he couldn't know was that was a four-car plant. Oh, dear me. Shit, Adam. We said entertainment Ooh. action and perhaps a bit of controversy I've never seen... Look, we see a lot in Idemitsu Mazda MX-5. This might not be over. Gresham Wagner, his team need to be talking to him and tell him to stop the car. Well, he's peeled off. Thank goodness for that. Because he... The engine might not have been boiling over, but his temperature was in the red there. Um, I thought I'd seen it all in Idemitsu Mazda MX-5. That is a new one on me, shit. Yep, uh, that, that was certainly eventful.
um, points as it stands at the end of the race should nothing change. Jared Thomas still leads the championship, 3,340. Second in points is still Aaron Johnson, 3,060. In third is still Celine Roland, 2,760. But Gresham Wagner, after that incident, went from jumping ahead of Celine Roland to now being tied with Robert Noaker. He still has fourth, 2,680. And in sixth is Nate Cicero, 2,630. So the championship lead extends for Jared Thomas after two second place finishes, but we'll see if that stands. Well, great to see one of the team members from Spark Performance has got to Gresham really quickly and said, that was not the car behind you pushing you off. He thinks that was all down to Connor Zilic. What he couldn't have known is that Aaron Johnson got pushed on Max Apalski, who got pushed on Zilic, who then pushed the leader. Um, I've always said I don't want to work in race control and have to make these calls. Uh, this is another one of those days where I absolutely say that that is the case. But fair play to the team for getting to him. A shake of the head from Gresham Wagner, who thought he was winning that. Uh, president of IMSA uh, and former head of Mazda Sport, John Doonan, there as well to come over to Gresham Wagner. Nice touch by John Doonan making sure that the paddock is uh, aware that he's there and watching this race, always watches this race uh, with the gilet on and the two phones which are always going, that's John Doonan had a go in these cars at Martinsville well, Cher Adam, thank you very much indeed for being uh, with me John Hindhoff for this one that sets up the final two rounds of this championship, Motul Petit Le Mans Michelin Raceway at Road Atlanta in October. Probably just about give everybody enough time to calm down before they get there. Michael Carter back at the championship has crossed the line first. Subject to race control confirming that. But Jared Thomas coming through in second increases his championship lead as we head to the grand finale at Michelin Raceway, Road Atlanta. Shea Adam and John Hindoff will join you for that one. Thanks for our technical team at the track and up in Charlotte. See you then. Bye-bye. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.